Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Gleason. Hello, hello. Oh, right, I was expecting the... Tsh, I already ready. did the... the oh, do you want to start again? Because I already opened the beer. I no. Told you. <laughs> You're going to end this out, aren't you? I'll, I'll just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, also joined by Paul Sanders. Hi, everybody. And, of course, we're all Skyping today. Well, not Skyping, but, you know. Uh, yeah, so so none of us could make it into uh, to kind of meet each other face to face today so we're doing it via the internet the internet so it's been, it's been um a couple of months since we last got together guys uh, i was right yeah. before christmas mm-hmm. so this is our um first pod of the year uh what do you what have you guys been up to well uh for gaming wise not too much uh just doing the regular D every second week and trying to get eternal vigilance going but that hasn't happened yeah, we've had to cancel twice now. Uh, we, yes. we we plan it for um, once a month. Yeah. And, uh, January and February, we've had to cancel. The next session was supposed to be um, today on St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh, uh, next one is going to be St. Patrick's Day, but yes, of course. But I think that's going to move too. Yeah, well, the... Patrick's Day is Friday, and we plan on No, it's St. Patrick's Day is Saturday. The t- March 17th is Saturday, yes. I thought I was looking at the calendar, and it was on... Uh... On Friday, no, it's oh, on. Right, it's, it's it's Saturday. Yeah, so yeah, I would not be in shape to do any running after that. Yeah, and the following week, I'm of course going to be in Chicago. So that's for your gonna... birthday. Yep, that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I, I, my birthday seems to fall on the uh, the Chicago trip pretty much every year. Uh, that's the, the last two years, um, I, I, for a while, it was at the end of um. At the beginning of April, so mm-hmm. it would be just after my birthday. But um, the last uh, two or three years, they pushed it back a couple of weeks, uh, maybe for availability of the the conference center. I'm not sure. But anyway, sorry. Like I was saying, uh, gaming wise, I haven't done too too much. Been watching some movies, which we'll go into later on because there's been been a bunch of stuff out. Especially like Netflix has some new series, uh, Black Lightning and Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon is amazing. It is awesome. I, I've it's I've on really my list. But I haven't I haven't started watching it yet. So, yeah. and it, it's an I, I, it's it's pretty good. Uh, it's set in the future, where basically uh, all your your who you are, like your your thoughts and memories and everything, are saved onto a sort of memory crystal, yeah. which you get implanted into the brain of the skin or the you know clone or whatever it is that you're going into. So, yeah, interesting. It, it, it is a very cool um, uh, universe that they live in. Yes. Hmm. Uh, it's basically Earth. Uh, they don't actually say how far advanced it is from Earth, like from Earth nowadays. Um, one guy was asleep for, well, in stasis for 250 years. Right. But it was obviously already advanced from now. So they just never actually say how far in the future it is. It's just for this one guy, it's 250 years in the future. Correct. And you see, uh, again, it's, you know, the, the class system of who has more money can do a bunch more stuff than those who don't. There's one little interesting moment when he first gets on or his new body, because you get new you can have new bodies. He was a young girl who was seven years old who died accidentally. All they had available to give her was some 60-year-old woman's body. I was like, oh, so it doesn't matter you can if you don't if you're poor, you get to put in any body they have available, and that's it. Yeah, one thing I liked is um, they kind of use that, that, you know, your skin it doesn't necessarily match your inside. 
um, to kind of do a, a bit about um, not necessarily homosexuality, but they had a, a family where the the mother was put into a male body and was still behaving, you know, as if she were female. Yes. Oh, the outside skin was male. So that that was an interesting way of how they um, how they showed that. Well, that's good because I was actually I haven't I haven't gotten that far yet because I was going to wonder about that. I was like, well. What happens if there's you know things nothing available but some other sex or something right. else, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. So they, they do dive into it a bit. I'm, I finished watching but, it a couple of days ago. It's really good, and and, and it has a really good storyline too. I, I like okay. it. The question I have to ask you though is is like okay, yeah, they have this replacement body, but where did the person that was the raised replacement body belong to go? Well, it depends. Maybe they were. Um, uh, they, they have this thing called religious encoding. So Christianity is still a thing and they have this whole thing about the afterlife. And so they, they view being put into a new body as an abomination. Uh-huh. So you'd have a, a slew of bodies that would have no hosts. Although but... really more people die. Like there, there's a lot of death going on because it's, even though it's, it's not a lawless society and there, there are still cops who are still doing things. It's still a bit of a corrupt society. So there's a, like a, a black market, there's an underground uh, skin trade kind of thing going on where people wheel and deal in bodies and, uh, and these chips. Um, there's this thing called double sleeving where you basically create a copy of yourself and put it into a different body. So there's now two of you kind of at, um, available at the same time. So it, it, it gets a bit complicated. Yeah, well, especially uh, since uh, that's mostly for the people with lots of money who can do the backup and stuff like that. Right. That's weird. I, I still don't quite understand like watch the show i mean it's i know but it's just like the availability of bodies like obviously the soul or mental aspect or personality of said person disappears mm-hmm. right but the body's fine like i thought i thought it's just the way it is now it's like you live until the body dies and then no 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 know, no it's they, it's doing the exact opposite but how does the the inside the soul or whatever die you know, and then leaves well, a, they, they like the body the, still there. It doesn't yeah, make well, sense. Remember, Paul, we said there's a crystal. That's where everything's stored. Yeah, so well, I get in, that. It's in some. It's in no. It's in someone's head. So it's in the back of the in the brain pan at the bottom. Well, so no, I get that. that you oh, you, you, oh, I see. Yeah, it's it's actually physically in the the body. Right. Right. It's not, it's not really saved up, backed up anywhere, unless you're super rich and can afford that. I see. Yeah. And so, that. So, so that actually becomes a plot point as well, because the guy who's brought back to life, um, he's done so at the behest of one of these immortal rich people who has a backup, but apparently like the backup only happens every 48 hours. And he his body died and his, his chip was destroyed right before the, uh, the upload happened. Yeah. So he lost that whole 48-hour um, day or two days. And he, he brings this guy back kind of as an investigator to figure out who what killed him and how he died. Yeah. Uh, that's, kind of, that's a good plot line. That's a good plot line. There are a lot of questions about how it works, though. Sure. At least for me. So. Well, and so you have to watch the the show. They do sort of explain more in there of how it happens and stuff. They like really that. do. They do a good job of explaining it. Yeah. And again, it, it comes down to who. If you have money, you can afford to have cloned bodies just sitting around in case, so you don't have to switch to some a different body of what's available. Oh, you right? see, that's that's what I got. It, I, I forgot the part where there was clones. Yeah. Well, no. So, the clones are for the rich. Yeah, right? yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is, is the clones are sort of like an empty shell. There's nothing. Nothing in there's, there. There's nothing in there. Okay. Yeah, and another part that happens is, uh, they say that the more often you have to switch back and forth between bodies, because you're that that leads to uh, mental illnesses, mental instability, right? Yeah. 
because your your body's your well your brain's not it's all these it's degre- degradation right if you keep if you keep um saving a file over and over and over again or you transfer a file over and over again you eventually lose bits of it right well yeah what's the thing is it's more like your your brain handle, handling different bodies so the clone people are, are happy because it's it's their body nothing's different they don't have to like there's not a different sex or different race oh, or different age. yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's they're cloned at their age so it's not like they become younger it's just they're cloned at this age all the time so they're never having problems of like oh now i have to adjust to you know being male being female being this being that being shorter being taller being fatter you know so those guys don't have the degradation because it's their body all the time first day so anyways, yeah. that was it uh i saw black lightning which it's it's since it's a cw show it's only out once a week uh, but i've been watching that and it's it's a lot of good it's it's fun uh what else was there i resaw um blade runner 2049 again uh with someone who hadn't seen it and i still love it it's still one of the best movies out there for me and i've never i haven't seen it yet it's on netflix it's really good oh is it already on netflix uh sorry not netflix um rogers on demand oh Oh. yeah sorry it's just too many things out there there's amazon prime there's rogers on demand there's netflix so um, and also sort of watching American Gods on Amazon Prime. And uh, that's for, based on the Neil Gaiman book. And it's really good. Uh, yeah, I like that. I, I read the book um, uh, a year ago or so, like maybe six months ago. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. It's a really, really good read. Yeah. And they're doing a good job on translating it into, you know, TV show. Hmm. And yeah, I like it. I haven't caught, watched all the episodes yet, but I just started and they're, I'm enjoying it. I, I say, yeah, it's it's recommended. Uh, and Black Lightning Mike did a YouTube review of it, so on our uh, on our channel, it's there. Yeah, I still haven't watched Black Lightning yet, only because they've they have what three episodes out so far. Uh, four now, yes. Four. Yeah, I'm gonna wait until the entire series is out. I, I don't blame see. you. Um, like the reason I like Black Lightning and I was gonna say Black Panther is because he he came out, you know. About seventy years ago, but he was not the standard. Oh, I'm a ghetto guy who's a criminal and all this. Well, we don't a... really do that anymore, Pat. I mean, that was no, no. That's what I'm saying. When he came out, when when he came out, he was not like that. He was a decathlon athlete, gold medalist, who was also extremely smart. Right. So they they made him like you know a normal superhero back then. He's you know he's athletic. They didn't, he's they didn't follow a stereotype. They didn't follow the stereotype, which was nice. That's that's why I liked it from the beginning. And again, you know, he's been retconned as well because it's comic books and everyone gets retconned. Uh, so originally, the in the comics, his power came from his suit, uh, but then they retconned it and they're like, no, he's has a, he's, he absorbs and discharges electricity, which is how he's a little bit faster reactions and a little bit smarter because the electrical impulses in his body go faster. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 sort of actually like. They did a little bit of science with it, you know, because like if your uh, if your brain's able to discharge electricity faster between the neurons in that, that would sort of make you a little bit faster to to learn and smarter, right? Sure. And so then, yeah, but he has a lot of powers in the comics. He can sort of like transform himself into electricity to go through the power lines to go from place to place. Hmm. So not quite teleportation or flight, but still almost instantaneous movement. Well, 
speed of light a little bit less so uh, not as fast as the flash uh so like i said it the other thing i liked about it there is no origin story like they don't go oh here's how he you know here's who he started with no no it's in the future where he's already been retired for nine years as black lightning okay so everyone knows who he was well not the you know the actual secret identity but everyone knows there yeah there's black lightning he's been gone for this long so there's no origin story of how he got his powers how he got his start that's no we're going to tell you the story of black lightning now which i liked that that to me was good so so you say it's in the future um well no no not the future it's sorry it's like it's it's modern time it's just that they don't do his origin story they've already set it up where he's already been a hero he has retired and now they're looking at nine years after that got it yeah um which is interesting does he tie in at all with the the current cw universe the arrow that's that's still in discussions see they're not too sure yet um they're in discussions they they do talk about in the show that there's other heroes superheroes yeah he technically he is in the flash flash verse but there's not any plans yet to introduce him to them okay but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, right? Because there, there are going to be negotiations, I'm sure, to see what happens. Because he is with the CW, so he could be part of Supergirl, Flash, or Arrow. Right, and they're already they're only four episodes in, so they're already four episodes in. So they want, I guess, they want to see how it goes um, for the first season before they decide. Yeah, well, you know what? We we can tie him in. They, in the show, they do mention there is so there are superheroes that are mostly white, which they they, they like I said, it's modern times. So the cops are, you know, stopping black people for no reason. Right. And, but they do, and one of the background ones, like exposition on, the, on through showing and telling is like it's on a news station where they're going, well, how come he, you know, the black superheroes, the one that's treated like this and considered bad, but, right. you know, the white superheroes, they're all treated like heroes. Right. Yeah. So that's a nice little interesting one. Because oh, I saw Bright as well. Did we talk about? No, I didn't talk about Bright. No, because Bright came out after we recorded our last session. Yeah, so I had a chance to talk about it yet. Yeah, um, I I liked it. Like, no, please, Pat, keep going. Sorry, <laughs> you want to know what I've been going on? So here, fine. Sorry. Well, we've also been discussing. Um, Bright is a. It's not a great movie. Okay, they. It's basically orcs and elves and centaurs and maybe lizard people in the world who've always been here. So they've never, it's not like they come from different universe or anything. They've always been here. I gave a review of it. It's a decent Will Smith buddy cop movie. Yeah. You know, so if you like that sort of thing, watch it. Like, don't try to start looking into it going like, well, how come they make all the orcs look like black gangsters? And that's all you really see of them. So they don't, they don't do well in the social commentary part. No, but but that's just it. It's it is quite a bit of social commentary. Oh, but not done well though. Like District Nine did it better, right? Um, Elysium almost did it better. This one's over the top, hitting your you know head in. It's like orcs are gangsters, and that's it. Yeah, and elves are rich people who are in charge of everything, so they're like the rich white people. Yeah, but it's just yeah. Like I said, it's a good cop movie. It's a good buddy cop movie. And I liked it, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing a second one. It's just sort of interesting. Like, we saw this one centaur, the cops, and like, wait, cool. Why do we have more of those? <laughs> and the one, did you see the, 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 the yield sign where you saw the lizard guy walking? Picture of a lizard guy? Uh, I 
don't recall it. It's it's been a while since I saw it's, it. It's it's just near like a quick little flash. You're going, wait, is that a is that a lizard man? Is, like, are they considered like moose where they put the warning sign up for not to hit them, or are they intelligent? Like, is it like a kids you know kids walking sign? I don't know. Well, from the sounds of it, they've already greenlit uh, a second movie, so yes. maybe we'll find out more about kind of the the, the backstory to to the universe they live in. Yeah, and the only other news I have is that yes, I have actually more officially launched Gleason Productions. So for doing the video and editing for Out of the Basement, I'm going to be putting the credits up for that, just so I can get recognized. Yay! Um, and, going back to Bright Pat, the one thing you didn't mention is that this is it's it's almost it's not quite exactly the same, but it's very similar to uh, a universe that we know and love called the Shadowrun universe. Oh, yes. Yes. It's a role game for a very long time. And that one is more normal earth, slightly in the future where there was a, like a magical explosion, which brought back all of these mystical creatures who kind of have always existed, but were, were Never, yeah. to us. And they came out in the open. So you get things like elves, you get orcs, you get uh, trolls, dragons, all these things become, a part of reality, as does magic, yes. but it kind of also um, it, it also introduces the cyberpunk aspect where people are getting um, Jack, augmented, augmented like yeah, from neuroman neuromancer and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Right, exactly. So kind of it melds the the mystical universe and the cyberpunk universe together into a really unique setting. Um, I really like reading the books. I'm not really a fan of the system in which the game is run, no, but. Yeah. The universe is very cool. No, I agree with you on that one. It's the same as, uh, you know, Champions is a great system to create characters. Yeah. Not good to not good to play. Um, Shadowrun, the fluff behind it is really well done because uh, to go on that people, it's people mutate sort of into the elves or orcs when it first happened. Like it was like a virus that made people change into orcs, trolls, or elves at the start. Now they're born that way, but for a while, it was the, it was like a virus that transformed them into their genetic background, sort of. Yeah, it really kind of unlocked what what genetics they had hidden in their um, in their genes. Yes, and now, like I said, bright bright reminder also of the movie. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it, Paul or Dev, Alien Nation. James I love Alien Nation. Yeah, it, and like I said, it, it it felt a bit like Alien Nation, obviously, because that's what they're they're trying to do. I just felt Alien Nation did a little bit better for the melding of the races because um, i had an issue with the fact that okay two thousand years ago the orcs took the side of the dark lord and now we're here but so if this is where i had an issue like if magic had always been part of our world we wouldn't have as much technology as we would right because the major guys who do the magic would not want technology out there <laughs> like if you can heal yourself with the magic wand why study medicine right you know why if you can fly, why get cars? And that. Uh, but again, I, I still enjoyed it. I'm trying to think of other movies I've seen. I haven't watched, like I said, more just a lot of uh, because of the series going through American Gods, Black Lightning, uh, Altered Carbon. Oh, and also Helix. I started watching again Helix, which is the one set in uh, the Antarctica with biological manipulations going on and for virus and stuff like that yeah i watched the first season of that um it's pretty good and it has a lot of betrayal like a lot of like twists and turns that that, that it seems like every um almost every episode or, every show yeah. seems to have um some sort of 
twists that you have to that you don't see coming quote unquote yeah and they have like instead of two or three of those in this in one series they have like seven of them yeah <laughs> so much just just wait till you watch season two if you ever do Okay. Yeah, I'm. I wasn't a, a fan of like. I started watching season two. I got maybe like the first two episodes in, and I didn't like kind of the direction it was going in, so I stopped watching it. Um, it was it was okay. Uh, I um, wanted to see where they were gonna go with it, but I don't know if they continued the show or canceled it. So, oh, did they actually cancel it? It's. I haven't seen anything about a season three for like years. So. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize it was an old show. Oh, I it's just, an old show. Yeah on netflix uh maybe two months ago and started watching it no it's like two two three years ago it came out i watched it on tv at the time so oh wow okay yeah. and uh the only other thing i was gonna say for gaming i'm doing is uh organizing a narrative a warmer 40k narrative campaign uh, at the kessel run so looking forward to that it's basically going to be six missions but it's narrative so it's not it's more uh open fluff play so not tournament style so it's, it's like, okay, what happens in one game can affect how many points you have or your victory conditions for the next game. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. And that is it. For you, yep. Yeah, well, for me, yeah, that's all that matters, right? Paul? <clears throat> um, mine's going to be short and sweet compared to Patrick's. Excellent. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, um, it won't be 20 minutes. It'll be something like two. So. Um, yeah, I just there's so much work going on. I haven't had a lot of time to do anything. Um, I've been doing. I guess I've been watching like a lot of net anime and shit on uh, on Netflix. But even that, it, I haven't done that in over a week. So other than that, it's just been uh, gaming and whatnot between Sea of Thieves and uh, S- Star Wars and a few other things. Uh, do you want to talk about this Sea of Thieves game? Um. Well, the problem with it is is that I haven't personally played it as of yet. I've been following it religiously for a while. Um, it's a game coming out on... It's a multi-platform game uh, made for like Xbox Live and PC, Microsoft. Uh, it's done by... Uh, I think it's Rare, the company Rare. They haven't put out anything for a while, put out this game. And it it's got some of the best like water graphics. Basically, you're a pirate on a pirate ship and you go with a bunch of other people and you go and dig up treasure and whatnot. It, they've, they've only had the beta out so far, so it's very limited in what you could do. Okay. And um, the servers have been overwhelmed to put it kindly. So I tried to log on to it yesterday because they, they put the servers up this weekend for uh, Saturday till Sunday morning. They're gone. They're down now, but I couldn't get on because uh, I guess they were too full or whatnot, so I didn't get the opportunity, but a good friend of mine played for 15 hours straight. Wow. And yeah, he uh, <laughs> he quite he quite enjoyed it, but he says that like right now he, he got pretty much everything that you could get in terms of because basically you just go out and you get buried treasure and you turn it in and you get money and buy like clothing. It's it's mostly um aesthetic. You know, it just looks better, yeah. but it's the same as what everybody else has. So there's really no advantage. Okay. You know, this is all beta though. So this could all change <clears throat> come release date on March 20th. So who who knows exactly? I know they've taken out a whole lot of stuff 
from the actual game for just beta testing and alpha testing and stuff. Like they've they just got sharks in the in the water right now. But they had there was leaked footage of like a kraken and a few other release type, the kraken. Yeah, and like mermaids and all this other stuff under the water that you might have to deal with okay. if you go in the water, but uh I recommend just looking up on YouTube. You'll find a lot of YouTubers that have played it when they had the beta testing a couple of weeks ago. They had it run for a full week and a lot of YouTubers did a lot of recording and find a lot of stuff. It has amazing water graphics for a game that looks like World of Warcraft. Okay. Kind of in terms of the style of the characters and the ships that you're looking at, but the graphics of the water are ridiculous. And so it's kind of like you know, you got this sort of like happy go cartoony type look, and then suddenly you got like super graphic water, amazing waves, you know, things like that. And it's just like, well, it goes together, but it's kind of a little bit weird at the same time. That is weird. But you don't notice it. It just looks really good. So that I'm 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 looking forward to that game when it comes out. Um there's not much more I can say about it until I've actually experienced it myself. Yeah. But from what I've seen and what I've been told, it's a it's a game that, like my friend, he's he played 15 hours of it already. He said, I, he's like I could easily spend 500, 700 hours playing this game. Wow. So not all at once, mind you, but that's how he views he views playing games. Is like Steam will record how many hours you've played a game, mm-hmm. right? So he said, he's like, I could easily lose myself in this game for 500 hours over the course before I may give up on it. Okay. So, which is pretty decent as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. If, they can, if they can get it to work right. And everything. So there's that. Um, the other thing I've been really into these days is Star Citizen. I'm following that religiously as well. Just Nothing with that one. Looking at, looking at all the ship's designs and stuff that are coming out. With, it's, I, it's basically the uh, the spiritual successor to the old Wing Commander series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've been working on it for I think five years now. Is when the first yeah. first went out. Um, I was in on that. Uh, I think Paul was as well. And then Paul went a little crazy and dumped like thousands of dollars into this game. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't dumped thousands of dollars into this game. Only sure on, only thirteen hundred dollars. Jesus. <laughs> Good God. Well, we're not going to discuss how much I've dropped into Star Wars: The Old Republic, okay? Because yeah, that's, that's that's true. That I, it's it's a considerably larger amount of money than I have to, dropped for Star Citizen. But isn't that free? You don't have to actually buy you, games. You can do free to play in Star Wars: The Old Republic now. Um, when it first started out, it was a subscription model. There's still a subscription model which lets you do everything in the game and lets you have like almost unlimited characters um with free to play you're basically stuck to i think two or three characters max and uh there's a limit on how much money you can have and there's 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 other you can actually do as well yeah there's there's other things like you don't get as many you don't there's a lot of things that are locked that you don't have access to and i've always had a subscription so i tried to go to the free to play route and it restricted everything that i already was used to Really? That's annoying. So it's like it's like, well, I might as well keep paying it. It's only it's only like what fifteen dollars a month? That's yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's a bunch that's that's like you know, if I went to the bar to have three drinks, like <laughs> I mean 
whatever. You go to one movie that's more than $15. You're done in an hour and a half. Meanwhile, I've spent probably a thousand hours playing Star Wars over the course of the last, what, five or six years. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I'm not a big, I'm not, I'm not concerned by a $15 subscription. No, no, that, that subscription model, um, it seems to be something that's going away. Uh, most of the, the games coming out these days tend to be free to play or have a, um, like a, a pay to win in game, in game purchases. Or, right, exactly. Or um, the thing I like about Star Wars is they do have that, but most of that is for cosmetic things. So mm-hmm. you can spend a lot of money buying, you know, pets that you'll never actually use in combat or buying vehicles that don't change how fast you go. It just changes how your vehicle looks or different armor or um, outfits, which make you look cool or whatever. Yeah. So you, you can spend a lot of cartel currency, which you end up buying with real money um, on these type of cosmetic changes but they don't actually affect your gameplay unless you're free to play and there are options where you can unlock some of these locked features by using real money yeah you know and a lot of people have have commented it's like well it's an ea game and they're big on their loot boxes loot crates or 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 whatever and and, you know and that and that's that's true it's it's like oh it's a form of gambling it's like yeah okay i get that but it's not it's not it's not a pay to win system Right, because you're not you're not winning anything, and that's what a lot of people complain about the loot boxes and all this stuff is. It's like, well, that's a pay to win. I'm like, no, it's not, because it's 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 like Dev said, it's all aesthetic. Yeah, there's there's no, you know, if I get if I spend all this money and get this really cool weapon, I'm going to do more damage because that's not how the game's designed. It does not work that way. Oh, that's right. good. That, so, no, that is good because I I hate the ones that are like, oh, if you don't want to play or pay, you pay for this. And you, you can't win as much as other people. There are there are a lot of first person shooters games that are out like that. You know, right. it's like it's like you pay you pay a little bit extra and you get you get bonuses to your ability to hit or, or things like that. You know, um, the only thing that this game will get you know that you can pay for in Star Wars to get is something that increases your your experience, so you get to higher level faster. Right. But that even that's not really an advantage. You well, know. Forget the advantage part. It's also not necessary. I mean, I have characters where I have so many of these XP boost um, I- items that I just received through playing the game that yeah. I would never actually spend money to buy one. I can't get rid of them. I have characters who are stuck at 70 who had no longer benefit from them, but they have like 10 of them that are bound to them, which yeah. serve no purpose at all for me anymore. Well, I just, I hold on to them in my storage. And then when they put out a new expansion and increase level cap five levels, you pop one on. And the thing is, it's like, it only takes one because they last three hours. And in three hours, you've gotten that five levels that you needed. (laughs) So it's like, um, they give you three more in the process. So you just keep adding them to to the stack. That's correct. So it's like... It's for those people that that will use it and then stand around in the on the fleet just talking and chat for like two hours before they actually do anything. Right. You know, it's like wasting. So, but those people that are serious about like leveling, uh, you can do it in less than three hours. You know, it's funny, Paul. You said you weren't going to take twenty minutes. I know. I was going to say something about that. I've only been ten. I'm following the count, <laughs> and it, and you guys have been adding a lot to it more than me. So that's true. So Dev added to my talk as well. So 
Well, I um, tried, but you were too. <laughs> oh, yeah, he tried. You talked about Bright and, and all that and Shadowrun. Uh, anyway, I guess we're that's, Dev talk now, right? That's okay. pretty much all for me. So, Dev, go ahead. Um, I have very little in in uh, in terms of video games to talk about. Um, I know that Diablo three uh, ended their last season, and the next one's starting up in a, a couple of weeks. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I started getting back into Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I fired up Kodor 2 and started playing through that the last couple of days. Love that game so much. And the thing I like most about it is it adds such a um, such a, a depth to the to the uh, the discussion about force. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but on our Facebook page, I linked a two hour long thesis that someone basically created about one of the characters in that game. Yeah, and I haven't gone through it through. I saw the link. I just haven't. It's it's super long, and but it, it's it's so incredibly detailed that I I actually sat through uh, all of it, and then the the forty minute companion piece that he created about. Um, why the gray Jedi, the people who try to stay between the light and dark and try to walk the path of, of neutrality, uh, are doomed to either fall to the dark side through their own selfishness or because of apathy end up uh, running away and uh, basically removing themselves from the equation altogether. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the, his thesis is actually quite sound about how the gray Jedi are ultimately doomed to fail. <laughs> it's, it's a really good uh, listen. Um, and he he uses uh, examples from in both the original Kotor and this and Kotor two to kind of back up his uh, his claims. So okay. so it's, it's actually a really well uh, reasoned and argued um, uh, piece that he's put together. But that that two and a half almost three hours is actually worth sitting down and listening to. Okay. Especially if you're a big fan of Star Wars and the Star Wars universe. Like Star Wars is pretty much my absolute. Like that's that's the one universe I care more about than any other, and I really really enjoyed listen to that that's kind of the direction that i see star wars taking now between seven and eight the episodes seven and eight is they're leading it's it's all about the balance right and that's what the gray jedi were supposed to be sort of like a balance between light and dark they have to maintain the balance and that's that's basically about, no what i see brought, i think he brought balance to the, the the force he did bring balance in the end to the force he did he did yes because he killed all the other jedi so there was only two left balance exactly. out him and the emperor that's yes. that's the balance. Yep. This is why you guys need to actually listen to that uh, that forty minute uh, companion piece, because it talks about how um, this this whole concept of the balance of the of the force, um, people have misunderstood what it actually means, and so he goes in in depth about um, about what what the actual balance is in a uh, like a like a philosophical sense. Um, okay. It's it's it. Again, it's really good. Uh, so, uh, as I was saying before, apparently I dropped out of the conversation. Um, one of the, the things that we were talking about in our last episode, Pat, you and I were talking about what we wanted, you know, for the next year coming up, kind of mm -hmm. like our resolutions, but similar to that. And the thing I wanted to do most was play more Star Wars. Yes. And boy, have I done that. <laughs> uh, so, I'm actually involved in three separate online games right now. Holy and a bunch shit. of more. I'm running one in person here in Ottawa as well. So the online ones, um, uh, every other Friday night, I run a game that Paul's actually in with a bunch of guys. We're just starting out um, mm -hmm. through, we went through two se two, uh, two sessions so far. The first nice. session was kind of like the intro. Yeah. We were trying to do the beginner game. We really only got past the first combat and um, one person ended up dropping out. I don't know if he's actually coming back. And then over the course of the next two weeks while we were waiting for the next session, I 
found a couple more guys who were interested, brought them in, and everyone seems to be pretty familiar with the system. So instead of continuing the starter adventure, we just made characters and started a <laughs> adventure. You, you be, you'll be proud of me, Pat. I went with yeah. the Jawa bounty hunter. Yeah. Just, right. just, just because, man. Yeah. And it turns out I'm the one that kills everything. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone everyone else made um, kind of non-combat characters. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's a smuggler. There's a uh, a, um, a droid medic who is the best. Yeah, yeah, and he's fantastic. He he and he plays it really well too because he's kind of written for himself um, protocols that are, <laughs> are ingrained in his system. Right. So he's in the middle of doing a task, a very very important task, but he sees <laughs> that one of his companions get injured. So all of a sudden his protocols kick in. So he stops what he's doing. Goes to help. Uh, injects him with uh, with a stim pack and then runs back to what he was doing. <laughs> the guy gets further away and he gets injured again. So he's like, "Oh, stop what I'm doing! Spend two rounds <laughs> to him, <laughs> stim pack, and then run back to what I was doing." Yet, so it's uh, that's a more important protocol. Yeah, that's he's right. Playing it very well. Yeah. So these guys seem like a pretty good bunch of people to play with. That's good. Yeah. So, and that's run using the Edge of the Empire system. So the Force and Destiny one is uh, Sunday afternoons again every two weeks. Um, and that one, uh, I'm playing a guardian who's uh, an armor. Basically, he's he's going to end up being the guy who takes up all the damage. He's going to walk into the middle of the room. Everyone fires at him while everyone else kind of does something sneaky in the background. So that one's kind of fun. Yeah. And then I'm playing in another game, and this one is like super early, like four o'clock in the morning. Game. Oh, that's when you're saying yes, yeah, because it's overseas. Because, people. Yeah, one of the guys is from Australia. One guy lives in England. So we kind of <laughs> found. A middle ground where where everyone's kind of available to play and it's not 4 a.m sorry not available 4 a.m nope, <laughs> happening yeah it's it's not easy you're right but again we play every two weeks so i at least get a week off in between and in that game we're playing mandalorians in kind of like an alternate universe where um the rebels eventually failed in what they were trying to do at yavin yeah. or sorry, at um at endor uh, the Emperor still died. Vader took over. Luke fell to the dark side. So he's kind of going off on on a there there the the world has kind of moved towards a a darker version of the uh, the Empire yeah. where all the Force users are now evil. And then we're playing Mandalorians who are kind of trying to pull their people back together again. So I don't know if you've watched any of the Rebels show or the Clone Wars from before. Uh, the Mandalorian people kind of split off into two or three different factions. Um, one faction uh, became pacifist, basically, so they they completely rejected the teachings of of their ancestors. Right. One faction tries to maintain the the old stranglehold that that um, Mandalorians had, where they were all about conquest, but conquest through honor. And then another bunch became Night Watch, and they're just basically evil, and they go to the to the side of the Empire, basically. Hmm. Really, really good. Uh, background uh, development they've done with the Mandalorian people. So we're we're playing as old guard Mandalorians who are trying to basically unite their people towards the the old teachings and then go and take out the Empire. That's our plan. Those all all three three of those games have been super fun so far. I think we've gotten two sessions into both. Well, that's pretty. I'm I'm really enjoying all three of those. And then in addition to that, I've also got this um, local campaign that I'm playing with a bunch of guys I found on Reddit of all places. Oh. I just put out a, um, a a message in the looking for group uh, subreddit yeah. saying, listen, I'm in Ottawa. I want to run Star Wars. Or, or is anyone interested? Three people said they were. We joined up. Uh, we've played two sessions so far. And, and so the first session was, again, the starter game. 
I, I like to run everyone through the, the beginner game just just to give them a, a concept of how the game runs. Yeah. And uh, and then second session we made characters and uh, or actually I guess kind of the time between the first and second game we we completed our characters and started on the second session with a brand new um, adventure. And that's going super well. Good. That's a really nice. Um, I think one of them had played before. The other two are brand new to the system, but it seems to be having a good time with it. Well, that's good. You know, right. You said you wanted to be able to get more uh, Star Wars in this year, so. And and I certainly have. I'm doing Star Wars almost every weekend now. <laughs> um, I have to interject here, fellas. Um, something has come up, and I have. To... No, I have to go out. There's a family thing. I got. Okay. Okay. Right. So um, we. Took a quick little break, but uh, that's no time at all for you guys. Uh, I'm going to continue with um, kind of the, the TV shows that I've been watching because I somehow managed to uh, I, I use Opera as my um, as my browser, and there's a VPN setting in there. And the way I've got my VPN setting, I somehow have access to I think what the is the American market of Netflix. Oh, nice! So I, so I have a bunch of TV shows that I have never had access to before living here in Canada, and so I started watching a bunch of them. Um, I start off with a show called Mars, which it's so weird. Um, it's like half of it is a scripted drama uh, about a, 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 a colonization trip to Mars. Yeah. The, the second half is almost like a documentary, a present day documentary about the people involved in doing a potential mission to Mars. Oh, so like, they, they talk about Elon Musk and his, um, and, and his um, spaceship. Project? The, yeah, the SpaceX program, uh, okay. the, the rockets that he's got going. They talk to a lot of the NASA astronauts who have done previous missions in outer space at the ISS and about what, what would be, be required to put together a mission to Mars. So it's kind of like a melding of documentary and scripted drama, kind of jumping back and forth between timelines. It's only about 10 episodes long. It's very good. Oh, right. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. And so that actually led me to another show called Salvation, which is purely a scripted drama. Um, and it's about a asteroid that's coming to destroy Earth. And so there's a, an Elon Musk-like um, character in that who runs this high-tech company. And he has this project to send a colony ship to Mars like within the next 10 years. And um, when, when they find out that this asteroid is coming close to Earth, he starts working with NASA to uh, try to find uh, find a way to destroy it or um, maneuver it, like use gravity assist to kind of push it enough that it misses Earth. But in the background, he's also got this whole other project where he's he's working on this um, on this colony ship. So that that's actually a very good show to Salvation. Uh, they've got the first season completed. Uh, second season has been greenlit for next year. Nice. Hmm. Um, and then. Kind of along with that, I watched Helix, um, and then I also watched the second season of The Expanse, which is out in the States, but it's not available in Canada yet. Okay. And oh my God, do I love that show so much. You should have just asked me. I have it on DVD. Oh, the second season as well? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Why did so you talk about I, that? I, mean, I, I never talked about Expanse. Oh, The Expanse is absolutely fantastic. No, um, Paul, Paul never talked about it. He's got the seasons. Like, well, he's had them for a while, I'm sure. I got them at Christmas. And when we have talked about the Expanse um, previously, yeah, um, when when episode or the season one came out in Canada, um, I basically binge watched through it. It's it such is an amazing show. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and it kind of uh, involves again futuristic. Mars has been colonized, 
and um, has its basically it's its own independent government. Earth has its independent government, and then there's the people who kind of live in the belt who provide all the raw materials to keep both these places surviving. Yeah. Um, they have their own separate, like they're they're kind of um, like a third class or second class citizen. Uh, neither side really respects them. They out they always get taken advantage of, and then there's this mystery that's that's uh, involved in. Um, that, that, that's introduced into the into that uh, political structure. So it, it's partially a political uh, drama. It's partially a crime drama where there's an investigator who's trying to find out what happened to this girl. And then in the background, there's this crazy space stuff going on as well. So mm -hmm. super good show. And it's based on a series of books. Um, I think they've got five books out already. Um, I started reading the first one. I haven't finished it yet. But at this point, I kind of want to jump jump forward to uh, to read book three to find out what happened because season two ends in a bit of a cliffhanger, and I'm mm -hmm. excited to find out what's going on after that. So, in addition to that, I've also been uh, big into the Arrowverse, which is now available in the uh, the Netflix from I guess the U.S. Yeah. So I've watched um, all of the last season of Gotham. I watched um, all of uh, Legends of Tomorrow now because I, I hadn't I hadn't actually gotten a chance to watch any of Legends of Tomorrow. And so Legends of Tomorrow is kind of like a time travel show where they, they jump to different eras. Yeah, and, and Master Vandal actually, is a big guy, right? Yeah, Vandal's... exactly. Vandal Savage is the uh, the main bad guy. Uh, that actually led me to another show called Timeless, which also involves um, kind of uh, jumping back and forth in time, where there's a, um, a company that's created this time machine, and then uh, someone steals it and goes back in time, and then they have like a, a backup pod that they were kind of like the, the experimental pod. And then they're an, a soldier, a scientist, and a, um, a historian are tasked to go back and try to recover and, and catch the people who stole that time shit. You, so can, you can watch that on our on our Netflix. I have it on yeah. our list too. Yeah, I, I, I think we can watch it here in Canada. I think I have yeah. actually watched it uh, previously, maybe even talked about it. Um, it just it was up in my timeline, so I, I included it in the list of things mm -hmm. I was watching. Um, and then there's one other show that I wanted to talk about. Oh, Discovery. I, I finally started watching Discovery because, again, that's also available in uh, in the um, in yeah. Netflix now. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually really liking it. I, I was I was kind of predisposed to not like it. I mean, I hate certain aspects of it. I hate what they did to the Klingons. Um, I hate the way their ships look. Uh, so th there's a lot of uh, aesthetic features that I don't like about it, yeah. but I don't really get what people are saying that it's not really Star Trek because it has a lot of Star Trek themes. Mm -hmm. um, it's like the themes of exploration versus combat versus, um, um, you know, just existing and, and, and being scientists versus being warriors. So they're, they're, they actually go a lot into, into that. Um, there's a lot of like scientific discoveries and stuff that are going on in it. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Season two, season two will uh, will kind of throw you a little bit. I just finished. I literally yesterday I watched the season finale for season two, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any spoilers or anything. But it had quite the ending. The last minute and a half is just like what? Wait, season two of Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, but Discovery hasn't even finished season one yet. Yeah, it just started this year, didn't it? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a brand new brand new. Uh, oh, show. they might have had the fall finale then, and then they picked up again. Oh, so maybe. I guess it, I guess it would be just one season, but for, it felt like two for me. So now, are, are you talking about the uh, the whole mirror universe thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that season one. 
that that's uh, yeah, it's all part of season one. Sorry, okay, well then, guys. yeah, well, I guess it is the end of season one then. But yeah, it, the the last the last minute or, or so of the season is just like what? Okay. <laughs> so so they're only doing I think what fifteen episodes for season one? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, because I, I again I started watching it kind of and and watched it up until uh, one or two episodes into the Mirror Universe, and at that point, um, I'm kind of waiting until the end of the season before I finish the rest of it. Well, so, it was the last the last season the last episode of the season was released last Sunday. So okay, perfect. So now now I can go back and watch the rest of it. Yep. I'm I'm actually yep. really enjoying it. Um, I haven't had a chance to check out the the one that Seth MacFarlane is doing. Which I can't remember the name of. Orville. The Orville. 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 Yeah. The Orville. Uh, but people are saying that's very close to um, uh, the old, uh, the old series of Star Trek. Really, I haven't even uh, I haven't even heard anything about that. Yeah, basically, um, he didn't like the way Star Trek was going in the movies, and when when the the talk of Discovery was first announced maybe two or three years ago um, and they kind of gave a bit of information about it. He said, this doesn't sound like Star Trek to me. So he decided I'm going to, I'm going to create my own kind of in the, uh, in the vein of uh, galaxy quest in that mm-hmm. there's, there's some co- comedic aspects to it and and they take the piss a bit, but at the same time, apparently it goes pretty deep into some uh, Star Trek style conversations about race and gender and, and whatever else. Oh, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't actually seen it, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, where where would you get that? I I don't know where you can actually get that. It's it's got to be available online somewhere, but yeah. I, I haven't really looked into it yet. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind taking a look at it. So, yeah, interesting. And then the one other thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, the TV show Limitless. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Limitless with. Oh, the guy whose name I can remember, never remember. But anyway, it's it's about a guy who takes a drug and he basically becomes super smart. Super smart, yes. Um, so the, the he doesn't become like Lucy, where he's like you know oh, teleportation um, and stuff. Yeah, I thought Bradley I Cooper. saw. I thought they. Uh, it's not Bradley yeah. Cooper. It's uh, Bradley Cooper. It is Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. So um, basically, the TV show picks up maybe a few years after that and introduces a bunch of brand new characters. Uh, one guy ends up getting a hold of it. And he starts taking it, and then the FBI find out and kind of bring him on as a consultant to help solve crimes. So then it turns into almost like a police procedural. And in the in the background, there's this whole thing about um, Bradley Cooper actually comes in, reprises his role, and um, he's kind of like a shadowy figure in the background, um, manipulating this guy to use him as as an end to the FBI, so that he can keep tabs on what they're doing. And uh, and they're and they're trying to figure out who is using this drug, where this drug is is uh, is coming from. It's it's pretty interesting. I'm I'm enjoying that that show too. I can't wait for season two. Interesting, because uh, yeah, you can see the uh, the movie is on Netflix. So yeah, the movie is on Canadian Netflix. The, the mm-hmm. TV show is available el- elsewhere. Uh, the other one I was going to mention, I forgot about. TV. I saw it just yesterday on Nickelodeon. The new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So a, a new animated series. A new animated series, yes. Okay. And it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Like I, I uh, we're talking about. They're saying all the the uh, turtles would look super differently and everything. And each and Raphael would be the leader and everything. Uh, no, Raphael. Uh, it's still Leonardo the leader, and they haven't changed their uh, their look. They still look similar. Mm-hmm. But but Bebop 
is different. Rocksteady is different. Rocksteady now is like a Russian bruiser type guy. Okay. He's much bigger. And uh, Bebop is, you know, fast talking uh, street kid who's it's a lot. He's a lot skinnier now, and he has tech where he can go, and, you know, camouflage and stuff like that. And the hmm. Foot Clan is still there. April O'Neil has telepathic and telekinetic powers. What? Uh, yeah. And Casey Jones is some whiny emo teenager now. <sighs> yeah. So it's like, but no. Like that, 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 those two ones, the changes, I was like, wait, April's now got telekinetic and, and can sense people when they combine everything. Like, no, I didn't like that idea. Um, and Splinter's dead. Splinter is dead, but he sort of comes back and once in a while as a ghost, sort of thing. Uh, Shredder is dead, but they tried to reanimate re him in like the the shows I was watching. They're trying to get his heart and all his other mystic stuff to reanimate Shredder. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's definitely not you know the turtles we grew up with. So it's it's okay. Uh, like I said, just the the big changes are Casey. You know, Casey has been a whiny little kid or teenager in April with all these powers. Huh. But other than that, the turtles are still pretty much the same. Leonardo is the, you know, the thinking leader, the bruiser type. Uh, Michelangelo is the tinkerer inventor type, and uh, Donatello. No, sorry, yeah, Donatello is the, uh, you know, surfer type guy. That's yeah. so they completely changed their no, character. That's the only thing I wanted to add for TV. Uh-huh. I don't like that at all. It doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. No, because like I said it, you know, maybe new kids might like it, but we'll see. Yeah, why do they always gotta screw everything? Try to, you know, sell it because the uh, Michael Bay movies didn't do too well. Well, they sorry, I don't understand. Michael Bay movies did great. They they were stupid, but they did really well. Yeah, trying to read. They were fun. Oh, that's what I mean. They were the the last. The last one was was probably better than the first one was. Yeah, again, Megan Fox. They could just drop her character. They could just drop her entirely. That's true. That's from from everything. Yeah, listen, she's still fun to look at. That's all she is. That's what the internet's for. She's she's not a good actress by any means, but. She's good eye candy, at least. Yeah, I guess. I get that on the internet. And there's a lot yeah. of other TV shows that have that as well. So, yeah. yep. Um. So, anyways, that was the only TV show that I just forgot to mention about that. I was like, oh yeah, so because it wasn't very, it didn't stick in my mind too much. I was like, what? What? Yeah. So. I see. Okay. So, um, up and coming future stuff. Well, we're hoping to see Black Panther next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, I know our friend Dwayne has already seen it, and he's raving about it. And yeah. he's been a, a big Black Panther fan um, for years. Mm-hmm. So he's he's super happy, and he's and he's he's satisfied with how the movie turned out. Yeah. So that that sounds like good news. I can almost from hearing about how um, the women in there are actually you know strong and independent and stuff. I could I could just hear the right wing, uh, you know, the men's activists. Oh, it's all turning into feminism again. <laughs> sort of, uh, thing that they said about Star Wars, right? Right. Yeah. Hmm. But like I said, I'm looking forward to that. And then after that is uh, well, Avengers. Aqua isn't Aquaman this year as well? 
I I I really haven't um, been keeping up with the DC movies at all. Mm. Isn't oh. it Han Solo this year though? Oh, Solo is this year. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I hope they do it right. I really do. Oh, that's right. I forgot also. The Wrinkle in Time is another one I was sort of looking at too, because that's the Ursula Le Guin's book. But I haven't heard anything about that, so I don't know. Is it a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. This is a new movie that's out right now. Oh, really? I haven't heard too much on it, so I can't say what it's like or anything, because I haven't seen weird. I haven't seen too many reviews of it or anything, so. But it's based on her. Or books, right? And... Um, speaking of movies, um, I actually did see a movie that I, we I, we can talk a bit about because it's kind of in the same genre. Um, have you guys seen Shape of Water yet? No, no, but I hear it's really good. It is really good. I really liked it. I mean, it's 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 not really like an adventure style uh, movie. It's more of a like a rom com. Well, okay, not a rom com. It's more like a a romantic drama kind of set kind of in the past so it's kind of like a period piece and at the same time it has like this this weird creature in it so it's 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 a weird story it's a weird story okay like i mean weird story oh i just thought devon because i'm checking what's coming up pacific rim uprising mm-hmm I'll, I'll definitely see it, but I'm not yeah. like super stoked about it or anything. No, um, it'll, Ready it'll Player One. Kaiju movie. Yeah, another kaiju with you know. It's I'm always happy with those. Um, Ready Player One. Oh my god, I cannot wait for Ready Player that, One. That's the big one. That's uh, at the end of March. I read that I'm book not... about two years ago, based on the recommendation of a friend of mine. And as a child of the '80s, like oh, yeah. that book, serious... I recognize all that stuff. Yeah, like, I played the. I, I did those D and D kit, those D and D modules. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All the uh, I, all the video games that he talks about, I played. All the the TV shows that he talks about, I watched. Like that, that was my basically my childhood. Oh yeah, you're, you're uh, rediscovering it. It's I, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope they do a good job. Same here. Uh, and also in May is Deadpool two. Well, Avengers, the beginning of May, and then uh, later on in May is Deadpool two. Oh my god, I totally forgot there was even an Avengers movie. Like it's taken such a back burner to us um, with oh, how I, well uh, I really liked the the way some of the DC movies that came out last year were yeah um, so the uh, the Justice League movie was really good like I, a lot of people have kind of shit on it but I, I wonder if a lot of that is just based on their Marvel bias because yeah. as a movie I really liked um, the the Justice League movie really yeah. okay. I still haven't seen it because I'm sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. no it's some... it's good. Yeah, some people said it was really good. I mean, Wonder Woman was really good. So, yeah, Wonder Woman's always good, and there's mm-hmm. some great action in the movie. Um, Superman, of course, is just phenomenal in the movie, so that makes me super happy. Yeah, that's all you care about. It's not yeah, all well, I care about, but it certainly helps. I I was more into uh, learning to see if if Aquaman was going to be pulled off well, and apparently they did a really good job with him. So, J- Jason Momoa. It's a really good actor, yeah, so is, he, yeah. he does an excellent job with it. Yeah, yeah. I guess he was. I I saw a bunch of interviews with him based off of it, and he said uh, they originally brought him in to do, or uh, he was originally brought in to do uh, Batman. Uh, uh, he was one of the actors that they were leaning towards, as well as Ben Affleck. But uh, once he started reading 
stuff about Aquaman, he decided to go for that instead. But he was biased to it because he's he's like he's like green tights, talks to fish, like what the fuck. But then when he started reading about the character and what they were going to do with the character, he's like he's like screw Batman, I want Aquaman. <laughs> so, yeah. He, he as a person is kind of like a, a he's very much in touch with nature like he takes his kids like he, he even though he makes all this money from the the movies that he does he does not live like a rich person lifestyle so he's always out in the woods doing stuff with his hands like he he's very connected like to the earth and he lives that kind of lifestyle he doesn't live like a a traditional rich person lifestyle and um or at least from from what i've seen of documentaries about him and his family and so I'm, I'm sure, like the the activist nature of Aquaman really kind of spoke to him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he was. Uh, it looks it looks pretty decent anyway. I'm, I'm kind of I, I actually am looking forward to the uh, Aquaman movie when it comes out. So yeah, yeah, I, I want to see more of him in that. God damn it! We lost. Uh... Oh no! I thought we lost you. No, I'm still here. You just kind of disappeared for a second. Mid-thought. Felt like. Well, it's possible that we're getting a bit of um, a digital distortion. Mm, possibly. With, with, with all three of us talking sometimes at the same time, or or yeah. one finishing a sentence while another one's just starting it up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So we have not followed any of our normal criteria. Well, what sort of we did. We talked about the stuff we've done in movies and gaming, and then yeah, and then now we're talking come. about up, upcoming like uh, uh, news and rumors. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like I said, that's pretty much it for the uh, for me for what's upcoming. Like, there's going to be more coming up. But I don't want to talk too much more until our next one because May is pretty until May is pretty busy for a lot of stuff, which is weird because those like. Avengers and Deadpool and that you figure those would be like the summer blockbusters, right? But now the summer blockbusters are starting to like be earlier and earlier, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And also with uh, Harry Potter and Star Wars, they come out you know end of the year and they kick ass. So there's no more really, uh, I'd say, summer blockbuster per se. Hmm. Now, have 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 they just uh, actually released the the release date for the Han Solo movie? Oh, um, no, it'll be in December, like uh, like all the release dates are. Yep, exactly. I don't know because they're because they're moving towards oh. like summertime releases for some of their movies, like especially yeah. the ones that aren't um, part of like the the trilogy. Those... May, actually, in well, uh, in USA, it's December. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. That's in Sweden. I could see them wanting to do that. I mean. They're they're losing a fairly large market in terms of, you know, people will buy this movie for somebody oh, else as a uh, gift. Sorry, sure. Dev's right. May twenty fifth. Really? Yeah. 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 I, I, just like what what they did with uh, with Rogue One, they they did yeah. it as a uh, a summer blockbuster, not yeah. as a uh, winter. Because I think oh. they're saving the winter slots for, for Star their, Wars, um, the main for Star the trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, but they only come out with one of those every two years. Every two years, yeah. So yeah. they're losing out on this winter. Or this next one coming up, right? No. There won't be anything. There won't be anything, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, either way. But that's good. The Han Solo movie's coming out soon. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I really want to see what they're going to do with it, see whether or not it's going to be, you know. From from the previews that I saw, I saw a Millennium Falcon that was new. Uh, the interior was white and sparklish. 
And I was like, that's not the Millennium Falcon I know. That's but right. Because it's new. <laughs> I'm like, that's impressive because that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> Although, you know? really, if you think about it, even at, at the point where Lando has it and loses it to, to Han Solo in their, their Sabacc game, uh, even at that point, it's not a new ship. I mean, th- this thing's like a two, 300-year-old junker. But and- that's that's the thing. From the impression that I'm getting is that's not the story that they're following. That's yeah, not going to be canon anymore. anymore. It, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be like Han Solo always had the Millennium Falcon. That's the impression that the preview gave me. Well, or it's going to be at least a newer ship. It's not going to be a really old, old one. It's a newer yeah. one. That- it's going to be it's it's going to be new, and he's going to be assigned it by the Empire, and then something happens and he yeah. takes it what yeah that's so the impression that i got from the preview well let's see this is why i don't i don't watch anything any trailers or any uh well any i i mean i i didn't i didn't see much but i just saw it was a new ship and they 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 had some dialogue and i'm thinking to myself i'm like well if the millennium falcon's going to be a new ship he's going to get it somehow and it's going to be a new ship it's not going to follow the you know, it passed from so-and-so to Lando and then from Lando to Han and it lost in a bet. It's not going to take that route that was put out in the expanded universe. But that's not in the expanded universe. That's from the, the actual original trilogy. In um, in Empire, when, when he meets Lando... Yeah, that's right. Before, on the... In, in, in Bespin. Yeah. That, that's where they talk about um, how he, he lost it in a... Uh, a game of Sabah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. Well, maybe then they're just showing it, and it's Lando's, and then. Or maybe Han, are, like, Han gets are, it afterwards. Are you absolutely sure that it's the Millennium Falcon that they're showing the interior of, not another ship? Yeah, yeah. It's got all the classic wall hallways and stuff of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. But that's just, that's a Krillian freighter. Yeah, that's the that's the build of. Yeah, but freighter. I mean, they show outside shots of it too, and it's the Millennium Falcon. I okay. mean. They're not gonna have. They're not gonna throw in a secondary YT ship just for the hell of it, and then bring not in a YT Carillion Corvette. No, YT is a different ship, isn't it? No, the YT thirteen hundred is the uh, is the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. The ship you're talk- talking about, Pat, is the Carillion Corvette that has yes. a different designation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, the YT three thirteen hundred. Yeah, that's 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 what. It was that I saw in the preview. So, okay. and I mean, I was actively trying to avoid the previews, but it just kind of popped up, and I ended up watching it. There wasn't much to it, thankfully. But, but like I said, that's pretty much because like past May, there's a whole bunch of other ones. So we're just going to like let's stop at May, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's not go too far into the uh, into the calendar. Here. And uh, so, anything else that people want to throw up or? Yeah, I don't really have anything else to really talk about. We just went through a, a slew of stuff that we've done kind of more in the past than anything else. Yeah. Oh, Red Sparrow is another one I want to see too. Sorry, just it's a spy movie, but it's not really for us stuff, but it does look interesting. Hmm. And I heard on the rumor mill that they actually are going to do a Black Widow movie. Good. Just not too sure. If they don't do it soon, she's going to be a little too old to to do a earlier version of herself. You know what I mean? Like, right. Maybe they'll have to find someone to do a, a, uh, like a 20 like year old version of her. Yes. I think they would have to anyway, though. Is this supposed to all be about, you know, her, her younger years or whatnot? Yeah. Cause they, they, they never specifically said how long she was with shield. 
No. You know, from when from when um, Hawkeye got to her. Yeah. So she could have been with them for quite a long time. Hmm. She seemed to have been, judging by how much they trust her and how far up the chain of command she was. Mm-hmm. So she was well, obviously she, with them for quite a while. Yeah, she's like she's like one of uh, Nick Fury's special people. <clears throat> yeah. So I would say, you know, I mean, I don't know what her age is supposed to be in like, no, like yeah, first Avengers film or anything like that. Well, she's first in Iron Man, Iron Man two. Yeah, that's yes. But what I'm saying is, is we don't know how old she's supposed to be then. So they could go back 20 years, you know, or 15 or whatever to get back to when she was just, you know, a troubled youth, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, I have have a feeling they're going to be doing something similar to um, uh, like her her early years, like when she's maybe 10 or 11 or 12 and gets taken by uh, Russian intelligence and, and trained as an operative. Yeah, yeah. And they so might go a little point. bit, they'll probably go into her mid twenties. I would expect that's probably when she was in her, she dealt with, um, Hawkeye and then got picked up by shield. So, right. Cause yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect her to be any older than that. You know? No, I don't think so. No. But then again, you never know, right? It's comics and people ages. Yeah. It's pretty variable. Yeah. So, all right, uh, like I said, I think I'm done, guys. I've got nothing else. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like a pretty good place to, to call it a day. We've all been, right. we've been yeah. talking for a while. Yeah, we've recorded for about an hour and 13, 14 minutes or so here. So That's good. And like I said, it's been good to get back together and uh, get this going there, guys. So Yeah. Hopefully, Thank you very uh, much. Hopefully the recording turned out well. I think it did. I think we all sounded really good on it when we cutting in and out (laughs) but uh yeah i think it worked out well perfect all right we'll catch everyone later then